Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Well, you're back. (laughs) Are you okay, buddy? I am, I am. You look a little shell-shocked from yesterday. No, no, I gave as good as I got. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I heard you'd had a fabulous show with 1,000 calls. Is that Well, we had quite a few calls, a ton of emails. Yeah, the emails are all here. You've lost the delete button, I guess? Well, I just didn't get a chance to read them all on the air. We had so many calls and so much activity going on. Well, good for you. Well, thanks for uh, welcoming me back. And I wish, I hate to tell you how many times I almost gave the 800 number that we don't use Oh, well, I put it in front of you and I posted. I know. I had to read it. 5707439565. Hold on to that, though, because we have a guest here. We're going to be introducing him in one split second. On the Mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. When the time comes, you can call that number, 5707432KOK. In the meantime, you can email us at onthemark at wkok.com, and you can text us at 702. Two three six include the keyword OTM. We didn't have any uh, text communication yesterday, but we got it back up and running today, so uh, we're ready for your questions. With that, we welcome Dan Burrard to our studios. He's mayor of Northumberland. Uh, I used to think of him as one of uh, the uh, one of the members of the painting crew at Susquehanna University before he became mayor. And uh, he described the campus of Susquehanna as like the Golden Gate Bridge. You paint the whole campus at one end, and then you start go back to the beginning. <laughs> and paint the rest, right? That's true. You kind of went to start all over again. So, But uh, also, his uh, lovely bride, Lori, runs Townside Garden Cafe Catering, so that's still open for business. Yes, and, it is. And you're the chief uh, carrier of heavy things, I assume? <laughs> I, I am uh, cook and chief bottle washer. Okay. Inch closer to that mic, if oh, you would. But that's okay. Mayor Daniel Berard is here. And there's a couple topics in Danville here in uh, Northumberland we can talk about, uh, but Danny's here to, to discuss uh and Cena is one thing that's on your mind. Now, this is a company that's going to be hundreds of jobs upriver in Point Township. Uh, you know, 30-some acres of land up there, just a crazy. It's owned by Drive that owns the land on which Encina, which is a chemical-oriented company, is going to be uh, starting up a recycling, or they call it a circular chemical facility. So uh, what does that mean? What is a circular chemical facility? Well, circular is this the kind of the wonky word for when you take things all the way back to where they began. Sort of what you and I used to call recycling. Okay. But they're trying to do so in a more complete uh, fashion. So that's what the word circuit. I didn't know it until Encina came to mind either, and came to town anyway. But Danny, you've been monitoring this. What do you know, and uh, why come on the radio and uh, tell us the uh, the answers that you have found? Okay there, uh, Mark. Uh, first, I want to say that I'm uh, ecstatic to be here with you guys today. Uh, <coughs> I get the opportunity to sit next to the Infamous Mayor Joe McGranahan. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. <laughs> Mark Lawrence here, who's been a fixture here at WKOK, and I'm just uh, pleased to be here. Oh, he's a fixture, all right. <laughs> a broken light fixture, is that what you're thinking? Well, anyway. I'll, I'll tell you what. I, uh, I have to premise my uh, this interview by saying that uh, 
I do not represent Borough Council in North Hamlet. When you sit here today. When I sit here today, I'm, I am only um, representing myself. So um, I just want to get that out of the way. Ten days ago, I, did, I knew very little about Encina. And it was through speaking with a resident uh, that um, she was talking about uh, Encina, and uh, my interest started to perk up. So I started to um, look a little bit online about it, and I started digging a little deeper. I also she also dropped some names that uh, that I also contacted, and I had a meeting with them last Wednesday in the borough building. And we exchanged a lot of information, and so I know a lot more about Encina than I did ten days ago. I do not, um, I do not uh, profess to be an expert in this area, um, but I do have some information that I feel is critical to um, the residents of the borough of Northumberland, not just there, but in the entire listening area. Uh, that they may not have known, and they do may know. So um, I want to talk about that. Yeah, go, go right okay. ahead. So Encina um, is an advanced manufacturing facility in Point Township, Pennsylvania. will be the first of its kind in the region. This state-of-the-art $1.1 billion manufacturing facility will convert post-used materials into feedstock for new products, from sneakers and sports equipment to laundry detergent and deodorant. Encina's technology will help address the challenges of post-use product and reduce the need for virgin materials to advance a circular, sustainable economy. So uh, it goes on to say that um, while goods the goods produced by manufacturing plants, such as the one proposed in this study, are manufactured goods themselves. They are the feedstock for many other manufacturing processes, and thus the multiplier effect of these facilities is immense. As the Manufacturing Institute, the education workforce arm of the National Association of Manufacturers reported. Is this, uh, is this proven? I mean, how many successful plants does Encina have that are doing exactly this thing? Uh, that is a good question there, Joe. I don't know. Uh, I have looked at some of their uh, fact sheet, and um, it says that uh, they are incorporated in Delaware. They have 15 employees, and their revenue is $3.2 million a year. So, um, that doesn't sound like they have anything operating. I mean, that's you would expect yeah, that would small. be far more than that if, if they're processing large amounts of stuff and selling the byproducts from it. It would seem like they'd have a lot more money than that. Yes, you would think that, Joe. Uh, as a matter of fact, this will be the largest recycling plant in the world. So they're taking in plastics and they're putting out plastic raw material for uh, for people to um, for manufacturers to turn into bottles and sneakers and what have you. Yes, this is they'll, they'll be taking uh, uh, number threes through number seven plastic. Uh, this is not a recycling center, so Joe can't come over and bring his <laughs> his plastic bottles that he has generated at home and drop this off. This is it's not that kind of center. So my wise and giant shopping bags won't be interested uh, in making the trip. <clears throat> No, no, Joe, but uh, three Joe, they will, seven. They will if you uh, deposit them in a landfill in New York, New Jersey, Philadelphia, okay. Maryland, or Pittsburgh. So all this waste is coming in from those states, not uh, from Pittsburgh and New York.
Park in New Jersey and places like that. That's what, that's uh, where it'll be coming in from. Well, now surely they must have said how much of this they are planning to process. How is it going to get here? What's the impact of that? And uh, what does it turn into? And how does it get out of here? Okay, so. Um, they're going to be processing 450,000 tons per year. This is their estimation. And uh, let me just say that that is enough plastic to fill a dome stadium. Oh, they say, yeah, they use that illustration. Good. Right. Once so, a year. So what they're going to be doing is they're going to be uh, bringing in this all this plastic from uh, these states in trucks, and they'll be coming down Route 80. And then they'll get off at the 54 exit and bring it on down Route 11 to this new facility to the tune of 100 to 200 trucks per day. Now, they're going to use rail for some of this. How? Where's the rail factor well, in? So when they, um, when they turn this plastic into liquid, they're going to pump it into rail cars and then ship it out to points beyond where that goes. I do not know. But another byproduct of melting this plastic off will be uh, the distilled um, chemicals that go into making these products in the first place. Those uh, chemicals are um, toluene, xylene, and um, benzene. Um, Highly toxic, highly flammable. um, Mike Splain. Well, let me ask you this question. If you you say they're melting it, that implies heat, that implies emissions, that implies cooling. Uh, How are all those things environmentally uh, going to affect, uh, I guess, Point Township, but specifically, will they have any impact on your borough as well? Okay, so uh, the Encina wants to use 2.5 million gallons of water taken out of the Susquehanna River every day. So they're going to superheat that water to melt the plastic, and uh, one-third of it will be discharged and evaporated. The other two-thirds will be uh, brought back into the river after it has been purified. So um, my, com- my thought of that is the, micro- the microplastics that it will be in this discharged water will never be fully purified. So... Um, so they're I, not going to. You have concerns that they're going to discharge water into the river. That's not cleaner than when it came in. I do. So they may have some plastics in the but water. I, you say he said superheat the water. How will they superheat it? What fuel will they use to superheat it? Um, I'm, I'm guessing. I'm guessing gas. But Joe, I can't answer that question. Right, or maybe electricity. That's, that's well, it. And Encina's invited on this show, so they can come on any time, you know, and they'll, they'll be on in the weeks right. or months or days ahead, so you'll get an opportunity to answer these questions. Is, do you, is Encina going to be a polluter? Is that what I'm hearing here or not hearing here? Well, I, you know, they've done, Mark, they've done a masterful job of selling their idea to the public and to uh, the entities that are investing to them. So... Um, they say that they're going to purify the water. Well, the you know, I, I don't. I would never drink the water that's coming out of the the pipes that are going to be going back to the river. I I do not think they're going to be able to extract everything. Okay. What about the air? Um, I have not heard anything that they're uh, polluters of air. 
But 2.5 million gallons of water per day, they have to have a state permit to take that much water out of the uh, out of the river. And, of course, they have to have permits to put it back in. I know that from uh, the power plant in Shemokin Dam Borough. They take water out, they put it back in, it has to be treated, it has to be a certain temperature. You know, have they presented information as to what, how this will be done, how it will be accomplished, and what it is they expect the result to be? Uh, I do know that the water coming out of the uh, discharge valves will be not, approximately 90 degrees. And um, like I had uh, said before, um, and maybe I didn't say before, uh, Encina's website, which is www.encinapointtownship, full, the full word, dot com, if you go onto that website, they are not, they are not forthcoming as to how all this is going to work. They're just saying what they're going to do. So at this point, you're mostly bringing unanswered questions. Is is sort of your main topic that yeah. you have other questions, right? And I wanna and I want to uh, I want to ask some questions that uh, maybe can be answered or not. Well, it, uh, would, it would seem to me if they have another plant, if they've done this successfully, they would be touting their successes. They would be running tours of the plant uh, for people to come take a look at and see how environmentally friendly it is. Or, uh, you know, but if they are not, if this is their first venture, it seems to me like um, I, I would certainly be a little bit concerned to make sure they dotted all their I's and crossed all their T's because this may not function the way they expect. Indeed. Um, Joe, uh, Encina started up in 2016. So, so really, they're a, to me, they're a, fr- a startup company, especially with a, a revenue of $3.2 million, $2.1 million, and they're building a $1.1 billion facility. Uh, I mean, that's a jump. Well, that's they a, have investors probably. So that, well, you know. okay. So um, if I can get into that, the financial end, mm-hmm. I'm going to read. Um, I'm going to read something that a good friend of mine did his research on this, and um, and I'd like to uh, read a little bit that he came up with. So we're going to talk about the financial health of Murray and Roberts. MNR is a global design and construction company that is the parent company of Clow, a design which is a design and build company that Encina has contracted with to build the facility in Point Township. MNR is deeply in debt in serious financial trouble, citing the pandemic and the war in Ukraine as its main causes. The situation is so dire that they have been deconsolidating some of their wholly owned companies. Clow was one of them. So here's a question that I can't answer. Is Clow still holding the contract to build the Point Township facility? And if so, are they financial, financially stable? Hmm. Okay, here's, here's another question. Does MNR still play a role in the construction of the Encina Point uh, Township plant? Um, so another question would be, is uh, a Korean fund, IMM Investment Global Limited, is investing $32 million into the Point Township product, project, in addition to funding coming from SW Recycling Fund. Now, SW Recycling Fund is a fundraising vehicle for investment. Now, uh, IMM Investment Global Limited is... Uh, headquartered in Hong Kong, China. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, gentlemen, but if a company 
is based in Hong Kong. China, it's a Chinese company. All right, but it sounds like it. Yeah. So, okay. so um, that right there, you have you have a hundred million dollars that is being invested into this company. So, uh, where's the other nine hundred million coming from? One of our listeners says, where exactly is this land? It's in Point Township as you get close to the Montour County line. I guess if you're headed north, you can see where they've been doing some land clearing and some of the initial drilling there. And uh, I guess it's across from the Point Barn. Is that a uh, close enough direction? Yeah. yeah, I see it on the map. But uh, yeah, near the Point across Barn? The okay. Across the street from the Point Barn. Okay, then. So that's the area. So, um, okay, so... Uh, now, the parent company of Clow, um, and let me just go back and say that Clow Group um, is an Australian engineering and construction company based in Perth, Australia. Now, their parent company is WeBuild. WeBuild is an Italian industrial group specialized in the construction and civil engineering business headquartered in Milan. So, So now you've got... You've got uh, the Australians, you've the got, Chinese. You've got Australians, <laughs> Chinese. You've got Italians. Uh, Italians. Where, where's America in, 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 in this equation? I, I don't know. Well, so, Drive owns the land. They're American. That's true. Seen as, I believe, an American company. Well, that, you know, so, but they're, they're relying on foreign, foreign uh, industrial companies to uh, foot their bill. Now, where the $900 million uh, is coming from, they say private investors. So that is the question that... Um, well, yeah, but you know, that, that's an interesting thing, private investors. I would want to have some kind of a track record or some kind of a prospectus that I felt absolutely guaranteed I was going to get my money back at least and maybe a profit, uh, hopefully, uh, in addition to that. So what is the incentive for somebody to invest in a company that has yet to prove its ability to conduct this type of business. Well, and I think another question is, you know, one, one international company footing the bill is just bright, smart, forward-thinking investors overseas. And, of course, your 401k may have some foreign holdings in it. So, you know, you might be it might be circular investing. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We're talking to Dan Berard. We're going to open up the telephone. If you have a question or observation, call us 570-743-9565. You can email us at onthemarkatwkok.com. Text us at 70236, but then add the keyword OTM as the first three letters letters of your text, and then a space. Uh, Dan happens to be the mayor of Northumberland, but he just comes to us today as a good, concerned citizen. Unanswered questions and concerns about Encina. There's no proof or evidence that they're polluters or anything like that. We're just uh, trying to get answers. And they've been invited on the show, so they have an open mic, so they may come in in the weeks and months ahead. They did have an open house, so we'll find out about that uh, coming up. So we invite your comment, 570-743-9565. Mm. When car repairs get difficult... Well, I just don't know. Um, me neither. We get good. Sunbury Motors. 
more than quality new and used cars. Sunbury Motors specializes in complicated auto repair diagnosis. They can handle intricate repairs and even complete auto body with service open Monday through Friday, 7 till 4. And Sunbury Motors has made simple repairs easy. Maintaining your vehicle is necessary. Finding the time to do it is difficult. Welcome to Sunbury Motors Quick Lane. Open 7 till 4, Monday through Friday. Just walk in or call ahead. Relax in their remodeled waiting room with Wi-Fi, beverages, and snacks. Will Sunbury Motors factory train techs take care of your oil change, tire alignments, brakes, and inspections? Quick Lane, 630 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 630 till 2. Sunbury Motors, Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury. And Sunbury Motors, Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We take the... Mm. Mm. Out of auto repair. All right, we are talking about Encina with the mayor of uh, Northumberland, although I guess he's here just as a private citizen. So Dan Burrard here, just a good uh, guy, cook and bottle washer. He goes ahead and writes admits that that's his main job at the townside uh, gar- ca- garden catering that's uh, still open for business. Thanks to Lori. So I'll see you in, in the park during Pine Nutter days. i got to get my crab cake sandwich <laughs> fixed. Um, you're telling us all kinds of little puzzle pieces here. Is that what you're trying to do is piece together a puzzle so you can see what Encina really is and you have unanswered pieces uh, to this puzzle that you don't have yet answered? I, I, I do, uh, Mark, and um, I, do, I have a lot of questions. The bottom line is that, you know, does the community want to be an experiment for Encina? And um, this is this is going to be a long-term, long-affecting experiment that um, once it begins, there's very little that you're going to be able to do about it. So, um, like I said, I, I, I'm reporting this, and I want your listeners to decide how they want to, if they want this plant. You know, one of the questions that I ask, what about property value? You know, how, how is that going to be affected by this plant? Um, well, if they have 200 well-paid workers, property values will go up every place they live. Well, and that's that's another thing there, uh, Mark. First they said 70 employees, then they said 100 employees, then they said 150 employees. Now they say 300 employees. So um, they're all over what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. I think and construction so we, jobs are in the hundreds, maybe you know, 300. Well, they say so. 750 as to, uh, to, mm, to okay. 900. What are they, what's the estimate on how long it will take to build this thing? They say that if they start in the summer of 2023, it will be finished in 2025. Hmm. And uh, subject, well, they ain't starting this summer. <laughs> you, uh, probably uh, that's an awfully wishful thinking. But I mean, so many permits, uh, ridiculously. Although they don't need solid waste permits, they they got under the guise of uh, one of Governor Wolf's laws that allows the recycling oriented business to to bypass some laws. Dan, they had a, some sort of a town hall open house. They talked about it anyway. I didn't go to. I don't know anybody who was. Do you know anything about okay, that? Okay, so this was last Wednesday. It was a call in show where you could ask your questions and uh, some of the CEOs and uh, their team would answer the questions as they could. So if one of the panel couldn't answer the question, someone else could. And um, and it went along pretty good. Uh, a lot of softball questions. Um, and periodically they would say, if you're new to listen to the program, if you just got here, call this number and you can ask your questions. Well, after a while, the questions just started repeating itself because people hadn't heard the 
first sections of the question. So, um, but it, but it went well. I, I guess it was very well received. I want to thank Senator Culver, Linda Schlegel Culver, because she is she is telling Encina that they have to do this. This is so important. A Answer project. these questions and do outreach. Yeah. So so uh, uh, if you if you start seeing more and more information that Encina is putting out, you can thank uh, Senator Culver because she's telling them that you know that you're not being forthcoming. Okay. And and I don't think they are. They're being very vague about what they're doing. Well, wouldn't they have to be vague if they've never done this before? I mean, you know, a certain amount of vagueness is probably part of the process. Well, uh, that would stand to reason. Yeah. Well, well I that think would every, be my concern. Uh, every business is an experiment. You said this is an experiment. Well, every new business is an experiment. Fortunately, 90 years ago, some smart people said, hey, let's start a radio station. <laughs> you know, and that was an experiment. So just being an experiment in and of itself isn't uh, necessarily a bad thing. I mean, that's that's where small businesses come from. Uh, Mark, if I could... Um, uh, just continue talking about their their question and answer time. So they want a height variance to their um, building, mm-hmm. and so uh, there is a height variance zoning board meeting tomorrow night at the Point Township um, uh, Municipal Building, which is on Ridge Road, and it begins at seven o'clock, uh, six o'clock. So the zoning board is going to hear what they want to do as far as building up their um, their processing plant. I What's also a height? There's a height limit th- in Point Township? I believe so. I don't know what that height is. Most zoning laws have height requirements for based on the different zones. I never knew that. What do you know? Yeah. What so, you know? so uh, uh, and also, um, on April 12th at 7 o'clock at the Unitarian Universal Church... On Route 11, now that's the church right before you get to Surplus Outlet there in Point Township. Yep. There's going to be a, a public open meeting, and uh, I believe Encina will be there, and it's about this, it's about what we're talking about today. So bring your questions, come to these meetings. Okay, Dan, thank you. Thank you so much for coming in and bringing us all this material and telling you. We know there's hundreds of folks standing right behind you that also have unanswered questions and are looking for answers from Encina and have concerns. And Encina has an open mic here anytime, too, so we hope they'll come early and often as the process continues. Thank you so much, sir. Thanks for all you're doing. Thanks, you're so welcome, and thank you. This is WDKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show. On the Mark, I'm Mark Lawrence. I'm back after a couple of days off. What kind of a life is it to work four days, then take a day off, and then take three days off? Work four days, take... Th- oh, That's you do it I every do. week. Yes, we do. call it Joe's retirement a lengthened weekend and his retirement shortened a week. Right. So I tried it. it. It's pretty nice. But it is nice, isn't it? You get too much sleep, so I didn't like it too much. But we would invite you to join our show now. On the Mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Talk to Dan Burrard, citizen of Northumberland. was the primary hat that he was wearing today. And uh, he talked about uh, unanswered 
for questions about Encina, so hopefully he'll get those answers as time goes on. And we invite Encina to come on our show, so they'll be on in the days or weeks or months ahead. So we you'll hope be they accept our them. invitation. Oh, I'm sure they will. 570-743-9565 is our open phone. That's 570-743-WKOK. You can email us at on the market WKOK.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. We do have some brief news headlines here. Uh, there is a Northumberland County road that's blocked because of downed trees and power lines. Musser Lane between Dugan Road and the Lycoming County line blocked right now. According to PennDOT, there's a number of roads up in Lycoming County that are blocked, so make sure you check 501PA.com before you head out. Uh, Dewart man died in that fire Sunday night. We first told you during news headlines yesterday that the fire was on Spencer Drive. 76-year-old Dennis Hassenplug died in that fire. A 17-year-old and a 14-year-old sibling died in a crash in Snyder County. Yesterday, names in that tragic incident not being disclosed. Troopers say the 17-year-old was driving the 14-year-old a passenger. Their car crashed on Route 104. Uh, They aren't naming who was in the other vehicle. A pickup truck, probably no injuries uh, there, but uh, we don't know that uh, for sure. State police holding all this information uh, to themselves at this time. Bike sharrows are coming to Lewisburg. Those are the little bike outlines in a bike lane with an arrow, and it's because biking is getting so popular in Lewisburg. It's basically like a painted bicycle that goes on the road that says share the road. And we're going to be putting those throughout the borough and hopefully some in East Buffalo Township as well. This road is not just for cars, but it's for bikes and for walkers and skateboarders and all the other users. That's Taylor Lightman from Lewisburg. Pennsylvania Senator John Fetterman will be back soon, according to his chief of staff Monday, sharing photos of the senator who's been undergoing treatment for clinical depression. He tweeted, quote, productive morning with Senator Fetterman at Walter Reed discussing the rail safety legislation, Farm Bill, and other Senate business. Adam Gentleson tweeted, Fetterman checked himself into Walter Reed National Military Medical Center in Maryland in mid-February for inpatient care on the recommendation of the attending physician of the U.S. Congress. Sharing photos of Fetterman in a purple cart, heart hoodie, and shorts, Gentleson said that the senator is well on his way to recovery, and he wanted to share how grateful he is for all the well wishes. The senator's spokesman Joe Cavello said Fetterman has been getting briefed daily by his staff. Fetterman's wife, Giselle Barreto Fetterman, reshared Gentleman's post and wrote society's expectations and traditional gender roles play a part in why men are less likely to seek or discuss help for their mental health. As always, John continues to challenge the conversation. So human, so kind, so cute, uh, unquote, she said. Last week, Fetterman was among a bipartisan group of six centers who introduced rail safety legislation after the East Palestine uh, crash. And Joe, you're going to be happy about this. I'm listening. With an eye on running for president in 2024, U.S. President Joe Biden will be coming to Pennsylvania. He will showcase his election year budget plan this week in Pennsylvania rather than the usual White House setting. Biden's trip to Philadelphia Thursday is a sign the president's budget proposal is part of a bigger political push to connect with voters. He's telling them that taxes on the wealthy can reduce federal deficits and spare cuts 
cuts to popular programs like Social Security and Medicare. The White House budget plan will be a what-if document aimed at telling voters what the federal government could do if Democrats were solidly in control of the White House and Congress. Right now, the Republican majority in the House opposes most of President Biden's ideas, uh, probably every single one of President Biden's ideas, I would think. All right, 570. We had a caller. Sorry, Stan, call back. 570-743-9565. Joe, uh, two of those are related to Encina, and another one. the other two right. are not. All right, we'll start with the ones that are. Uh, question, will there be any independent third-party monitoring of what is being put in the water? Also, what about low river levels when we have donuts that every Everyone around here knows how the river, how low the river gets. Oh, droughts. I'm sorry. <laughs> Donuts. <laughs> oh, I see. I, I, and I wasn't reading it along with you. So. I, you know, it's funny. I sometimes see a word, and I think it looks like that. <laughs> we have droughts that everyone around here knows how low the river gets. Do I need to worry about toxins leaching into the water when I boat, fish, or swim in Lake Augusta? And that's from a person who swims in the river. And, and certainly that's a true. question that we would want answered. Uh, they're putting the water back back in at 90 degrees, which is a little warm, mm-hmm. I think, but apparently that's what the state will permit. And then another person, if I can get this one up here on the screen while you're playing with the mouse, says, good morning, I am a resident of Northumberland Borough, and I am not in favor of this plant. How can anyone be for this? Yes, they may create some jobs, but at what cost? Everyone in the listening area's health is at risk if this moves forward. This is just another example of money and greed over the well-being of citizens. Well, they talk like they're doing us a favor, so I would imagine this is going to be a good thing, so We'll stay tuned, and we'll let Encina answer their questions. Uh, and one of our texters oh, okay, says, if I remember correctly, the company you're talking about has no other plants and are building this based on trials done at a Texas university. All right, so we appreciate that. This is probably another one. And let's see here. It says... Uh, oh, no, no, that's, that's Fetterman. Okay, Fetterman. so we'll open up the phones. We have t- uh, three emails now that relate to non-Encina questions. So we will uh, get to those in one split second. Let me just kind of reset things. 570-743-9565 is our telephone number. You can email us at onthemarkatwkok.com. Joe, you may read at will. All right. Uh, Concerning Fetterman, what's especially disturbing and disgusting is the total disregard for the man's well-being, all because the Democrats have historically valued their control of power over human life. They are party, uh, the party of slavery, the party of eugenics, the party of abortion, the party of lynchings, the party of Antifa, and so on. Look at how the leftists have pushed COVID lockdowns and closing schools while censoring and demonizing scientists who warned of the ineffectiveness and harm it would cause society. Harm we're finding out more and more every day is true. They think it's their job to fill our children's heads with confusion about, uh, about C and... Sorry. Sex and gender, I think they meant, not C and gender. Sex and gender and radical or racial hatred and victimhood because they see education as a means to control the next generation to come. Everything the leftists do is guided by their opposition to individual freedom and individual rights. Marxism is superior to the Constitution. That's what their stated goal is all about when they talk about transforming and rebuilding America. They seek to destroy government by and for the people and replace it by government over the people. 
Bible, signed by Craig. Right, and that's a pretty common perspective around here. And what's worse is the far right, you know, the radical right, people that want to take away your rights and make sure that kids don't find out about the blacks or slavery or things like that. Can we not find some common ground for these important issues where, you know, everybody isn't ultra maggot? Can't you just be? Give me an example of where people don't want to, people on the right don't want to teach about slavery. I think that's an exaggeration, and you owe us apologies for that. <laughs> You're not ultra-right, and you know it. But I just think that if you if you, if you you don't let teachers teach in schools, or you don't let them teach black history, or you don't let them teach about Martin Luther King, or sing, things like that, that's you're cutting out a big portion of our history. Yes, um, it's a dark spot on our history, but it is definitely part of our history. This is I a think conservative all area. history should be taught. This all is a, history. This is a conservative area, is it not? Yeah, My grandson was 14 years old in ELA, which is English Language Arts, is currently undergoing a unit about the uh, civil rights movement. Oh, good so for we're him. not, we are teaching it. Right. The question is, do we teach it that it's all white people bad? No, we should teach it as it is. There were per- terrible people on both sides of the aisle and good people on both sides of the aisle. There were people who fought slavery when it was very difficult to fight it and people who enjoyed its benefits and tried to enjoy them long after everybody realized this was not a good idea. Let's teach history with all its warts, all of its good points, all of its bad points. Teach the whole thing, but not with an agenda, not with a starting with a premise that I want you to understand that this, that what happened here is terrible because of this or that race or that other group of people. Talk about what happened. You well, know, you and I it, are agreement on that, but that's not what they're doing in Florida. He wants to make sure that black history doesn't have any ex- intersectionality. That's exactly what he says he is doing, and he wants to be the president of the United States. In fact, his slogan is, Make America Florida. So just make sure, folks, that you're watching out for this. If he wants to be president, that's fine. And Ron DeSantis probably is going to be our next president. Make sure you're aware that he wishes to black out portions of the history books that you're talking about. I don't think he does. Well, we know that he does. It's plainly obvious. Who is we? I don't know that. You said we know. Well, we don't know. The rest of the country. No, he's talking about about the same thing. Look at what the media did to him with his bill, uh, Don't Say Gay Bill. Had nothing in it about gay people, but they created this. Don't say gay. We're not allowed to talk about gay. That wasn't created by the media. That was created by the opposition. Well, it was created by the media, too. Oh, say so. If the media reports an opposition, that's bad. Well, if it's a liberal topic and the media reports on the opposition, is that good, then? It should be. We should be be allowed to report things without distorting what they mean. So if if you're opposed to this bill and you say, well, I call it the don't say gay bill, we should beep that out. Right. Because okay, that's so not what, that's not the what name of the bill. Saying. What is the actual name of the bill? We should censor what people what are saying. What is the actual name of the bill? Joe, it's fine. You are <laughs> permitted to censor. You are a mayor. It's what you guys get to do. And as a person, no, we on don't the get show, to censor anything. Well, Mayors you, don't censor anything. You don't want anyone to say, "Don't say gay." I'm saying that that's not the name of the bill. Who said it was? Well, you're saying that it is. You're calling it that. No, no, I ask what you what people, the name what of it people, is. That's what the opposition call it. I, I ask you the that. name of it. You don't know the name of it. The actual bill? The actual bill name is not called Don't Say Gay. I, I realize that. <laughs> I'm, we're in agreement here, Joe. But you think it's okay for the media to cut out people, to censor people who say that about the bill. I just say, well, just let at, people talk on both sides openly. Right. What about all the people who wanted to say that the COVID shot was bad? We shut them up. We didn't let them talk. 
talk. Well, what about the people who said that uh, Hunter say, Biden's don't, laptop don't was talk a about Russian conspiracy? Joe. We didn't let them talk. We're not allowed to talk about that. That's, no. that's what I'm saying. Don't the talk left about doesn't that. want don't us to talk, talk about, about things they don't want us to talk about. Do not talk about that. Because <laughs> Stan's on the line. He has oh, okay. to get going what, there. What, what can't we talk about? I didn't hear it all. I was talking to another Joe guy Joe says oh. that if you call the bill in Florida yeah. that passed the Don't Say Gay Bill, you should be censored. You shouldn't be able to call it the Don't Say Gay Bill in the media. So the media should cut out people. They should call a bill by its name and state what it actually says. Right. So I agree, Joe, because the okay. Don't Say Gay Bill is a lie. Right. That's right. not anyone I called. But that's 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 fact. It's, it was a lie to that effect. And Stan, they, they, that's they exactly what we're trying to say. Lies, but that doesn't Joe says now. that censorship is bad. But if it's if you well, you no, talking no, about I'm don't not, say gay, saying, if it's you right, talking about right, don't say gay, it's good. So it just depends on what you're saying. No. If you're saying something you agree with, it's good. If you're saying something you disagree with, you should be censored. That's what Joe is saying, and you agree with him? No, no, I don't. All censorship That's not exactly is bad. What I'm saying either. You, 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 all censorship is bad. You should support support even if you disagree. The, the ability of a person to speak what he says, okay. But the, the don't say gay bill. That narrative was a lie, okay. So they need to be called out on it. And if there's a penalty for them to pay, let them pay the penalty. So, but that's not why I called. I called about what was in, it's Encino. The company that's putting the chemical plant down here. Yeah, Encino. Okay, not Encino. That's a California city. It's okay. Encino. Well, what is it? Encino. Okay, Encino. Okay. Right. Now, what I remember reading in the paper a couple years ago when they first talked about it was that the guys that developed the process to do what they want to do down there were professors, or they worked with a university. I think it was in Texas. To uh, how do they say experiment to flesh out the details to see if they could actually do what they wanted to do, but they have no other plant. This would be their first. So they got big dreams. Whether they, you know, flesh out in the end, hard to tell. But they have big dreams. Right. And by the way, that bill actual name is the Parental Rights in Education Bill. <laughs> Has nothing to say if about somebody gay calls people. it the Don't Say Gay Bill. They should be cut off immediately. Well, they should be <laughs> they should be told what the name of the bill is. Oh, so now you want to modify them, but you don't want to censor them. You're changing well, your tune. Well, no, I'm saying wow. I'm not saying that they aren't allowed yeah, to say I, it. I I'm agree, just saying, Stan, this is new ground. Wow. Parental rights in education was the object of the bill, and that's the what it tried to achieve. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that's over and dead. That, you know, that's a dead subject because the, the news media will never admit to that they were wrong and that they lied about it. So that's neither here nor there. But it was a lie what they were spreading. And as I said, that's not why I called. You know, this chemical plant that's coming in down here, the recycle stuff, I don't have a problem with recycling if they can do it safely. They are going to be drawing large amounts of water from the Susquehanna River. The question is, during certain times of year, does the river have the capacity to handle that amount of water being drawn from it? Well, the Susquehanna River Basin Commission regulates river draws, and they have a, it's like, I think it's called drought plus 10. You can have 10% above what is, uh, you, you do what is drought level plus 10%, and that's the lowest you can allow the well, river to go. You can't allow it to go below drought nope. plus It's 10. not a zero-sum game. They're going to put uh, two-thirds of the water back into the river. 
Right, I understand that, and as uh, the mayor there was saying that uh, he's, it's possibility that it's, there's some contaminants going back out. I don't know because I don't know what kind of filtration system they'll have to run it through. There's, you know, there's if they're saying there's microplastics in it. I don't know how small microplastics come down. Whether they can filter those out, they should be able to, but it might be a slow process to filter it. Right, because because of the material you have to run it through. So. Recycling is not a bad thing. We use it up at work. We have uh, Ultra Poly as a plastic recycler in the area. Okay, they grind up. Right now they're grinding up old bumper covers, the plastic bumper covers. I think it's a either polyurethane or polyethylene. Poly- polypropylene. Polypropylene is the material that they're regrinding. Those materials are made up, and we're running it on back to carpet to do or for trunk liners and stuff like that. That's a process that we're doing. Let me tell you something about it. It stinks to high heaven, the stuff when they <laughs> melt it. It is just freaking terrible. And I don't know how the EPA is going to allow that to continue. Maybe you can't smell it outside, but inside it stinks. It just, it's terrible. So, but that, that's, we recycle this carpet up there. We take the material off the back, the, the, the stuff that we can through Ultra Poly does the work. And they send it back on and we stick it back in the process with virgin material to run on the back of the carpet to, quote, save money. Still not sure if it happens. They say it does, but whatever. Okay. So that, you know, recycling is a good thing if they can do it safely and cleanly. And I ain't against this company coming in, but he was saying that a lot of the investments coming out of China and foreign companies, countries, and that could be an issue in the future. Right. Well, the Italians are involved, the Australians, the Chinese. It looks like a globalist enterprise to me. Well, and that's not necessarily now. If Chinese involved, that could be a problem because when the Chinese, because there is no private Chinese investment. They all, the Chicoms have their fingers in all Chinese investment. Chinese companies, everything, they have their fingers in it. So that means that the Chicoms are investing, want to invest in this plant. That can be a problem. All right, the way things are going with China right now. Right. Time will tell how that comes about, too. But right now, I see it as a problem. Are there restrictions on Chinese investments in the U.S.? I don't buying land they're trying to get. Okay. Trying trying to stop them from buying land, which, why should the CHICOMs be able to buy up land in this country? We couldn't go over there and buy land in their country, could we? I don't know. We never tried, have we're we? Not a free country. Uh, I don't think we can. <laughs> I think they have laws against it. If you're not Chinese, because, you know, U.S. owner manufacturers and other manufacturers, when they go into China, the Chicoms, they have their people in those plants. They own a certain percentage of those plants. The companies that are investing in those plants over there do not own the plants. The Chinese do. Okay, we go in there for the cheap labor. In some places, the slave labor, but that's hey, that's the way their system's <laughs> working. At least we get our stuff cheap. That's the good side. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's the important oh, thing, isn't it? All right, we got you, Stan. <laughs> Thank you so much, sir. Thanks for calling in. 
Neil, have a good day. Take care. Uh, appreciate that. All right. Ooh. I'm using donuts for drought, and you're forgetting to turn the mics on. This really is two old guys oh, trying to struggle through 90 so minutes. I, could, <laughs> I turned mine off so I could clackety-clack an email. 570-743-9565 is our telephone number. You could email us at onthemark at WKOK.com. I think not having your mic on in radio is far worse than mispronouncing a word. It Just saying. <laughs> I mean, you know, holding up the mirror. 570-743-9565. You can email us at onthemark at WKOK.com. Text us at 70236. Our show is 110% open right now. Call with the topic of your selection, unless you're going to call it the Don't Say Gay Bill, in which case you get censored. Mm-hmm. When car repairs get difficult... Well, I, I just don't know. Um, me neither. We get good. Sunbury Motors. More than quality new and used cars, Sunbury Motors specializes in complicated auto repair diagnosis. They can handle intricate repairs and even complete auto body with service open Monday through Friday, 7 till 4. And Sunbury Motors has made simple repairs easy. Maintaining your vehicle is necessary. Finding the time to do it is difficult. Welcome to Sunbury Motors Quick Lane. Open 7 till 4, Monday through Friday. Just walk in or call ahead. Relax in their remodeled waiting room with Wi-Fi, beverages, and snacks. Will Sunbury Motors factory train techs take care of your oil change, tire alignments, brakes, and inspections? Quick Lane, 630 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 6 30 till 2. Sunbury Motors, Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We take the mm. out of auto repair. All right, we got two callers waiting. Callers take precedent. One of our good listeners says, I wrote an email yesterday, I didn't hear it on the radio, and uh, callers take precedent. And Joe, you said you got a thousand calls we yesterday. We had a lot of calls yesterday. Fabulous, yeah. fabulous. All right, that's what the show is the WKOK Live. Telephone talk, talk show. show. <laughs> Emails are an add-on and texts are an add-on, but really callers go first. <laughs> as, as Bill waits still further for me to explain that, waiting and waiting and waiting. <laughs> You're on the mark, buddy. Go right ahead. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Hey, uh, as far as DeSantis and his bill, his bill was there will be zero sex education be, being taught between kindergarten and third grade. And a reporter yelled out, so you're, you're meaning that you can't you can't say the word gay. Well, the lefties, the CNN and whatnot, used it as a front page narrative and, and ran that across the country. So basically, DeSantis said no education of sex education between kindergarten and third. That's okay. what that was. Gotcha. Now, as far as the the Susquehanna River, you know, one of my charitable. I, I give to the Chesapeake Bay Foundation, right? And it, I don't know if they have big, big attorneys or whatnot, but the lo- the locals like should get involved and get some some main main players into this. And uh, I mean, the the river has a bad rap for uh, the bass population and whatnot already. And and to go pull it, uh, to put that crap into the river. It, it, it's not good. I mean, that Augusta Augusta Dam Lake is going to be uh, polluted. Well, what if and they what if they through. only discharge clean water, clean warm water, hot water? Actually, well, okay, cool it and yeah. then discharge it, or just for the sake of discussion. But let's suppose it's clean and has Listen, no microplastics anything, anything or chemicals. Anything to do with like uh, plastics, or, or anything burning plastics. I mean, it, you can't. You can't inhale it. You, you, it. It's bad for you. All, 
all around is bad for you. It's not good. Well, I'm just saying and maybe they uh, use it for heating and cooling, but it's not used in the process per se. It's just used to heat and cool things. I mean, yeah, but it, it's 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 running in amongst the plastic. Right, it's near and, plastic, and, right? You know, and it just you get the chemical dis, uh, discharging from the heat, from you know, from the heat that it, it, it gets into the water. I don't. What kind of purification system uh, they're going to have? But that—that's the biggest thing to look into, and the regulations that got to come into play. But it, it, as far as the fish and whatnot, and and, and the recreational, the, the the water skiers and whatnot, it's—it's it, it's a bad thing. Maybe there'll be and, a peripheral and, industry that'll pop up using the, the hot how water. How did they? <laughs> how did they come in there? Like, how did they get in there? Who? Who? who where's the? Is it the township or is it the county commissioners? Like, where's everybody at? I don't hear nothing about the commissioners or nothing. And never saw it in the newspaper. All eggheads support it, <laughs> minus the mayors. Well, I'm I'm big into the to the fishing part of it, and, and mm-hmm. I'm up, and I'm 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 upset with that part. Well, I think Ooh. those are valid questions. I'd keep asking them, and I think Encina is going to answer your questions. You know, the what if that you propose is perfectly valid. No, and, they're uh, going to they're going to spin everybody. That's what they're going to do. I mean, <laughs> the money talks. <laughs> I don't right. care what they say. The money talks. All right, all right, we got you, Bill. All right, thank you, sir. Yep, good concerns. No argument there. Thank nice, you, Bill. Sir. Appreciate your call. Take care. Uh, thank you, sir. Bye. Bye. Uh, Tom, last caller before a quickie break. Please turn your radio off. You are now on the mark. Turn your radio off. You're on the mark. Turn your radio off. You're on the mark. Go ahead, sir. Yeah, you know, Joe's talking about all these calls you had yesterday. You know, I think I brought it up. wouldn't let Stan on for 10 minutes and uh, Joseph on for 10 minutes between two commercials. Okay. I mean, I called up. <laughs> there was already a caller on. Okay. I waited through his call. That was three or four minutes. And then the break. And then you went to a commercial. Three or four minutes. Then you had Joseph or Joe on for about at least ten minutes. No, I don't know on. how long it was. He was on for six. then you went to another commercial. He was on for six minutes. It just seemed like ten minutes. And then another commercial. So you waited, what, about 15 minutes? He didn't wait. Well, he hung up. you know, you could run it a little bit better. You're not doing what you're supposed to do. Okay, we got you. But what yeah, we're supposed to do... I know you got me, but you ain't going to do it, but... Well, what we're supposed to do is run the program, and if someone's got a comment and there's no one hanging on the phone, if there's if there's several people on the line, we shorten the calls. If there's well, no I was one, on the phone waiting, and well, you, didn't, I was trying, you didn't shorten it for me. I was trying to get to you. You know, if you'd have hung on, you'd have been the next caller. One time you're yeah, liberal. Yeah, it's always so. nice to stay on the phone for 20 minutes. Okay. And, and Tom, you're liberal, and Joe likes to censor people who are liberal. So no, I don't. I know he just does. I think told that me you did. <laughs> he changed his mind. He's but not anyway, going to censor liberals anymore. This thing that you guys are talking about is a bunch of nonsense. Our conversation the house or them? Is totally non-functional. There's not. There isn't anything hardly that they can send to the Senate that Chuck Schumer would even bring to the floor. It's just not going to happen. Now, I did see in the paper the other day that there was some kind of a bill that there was like about 375 people out of the 400 and some agreed to it. And now that went to the Senate. Maybe that would have a chance to pass because it was something simple. Okay. But most things aren't even going to go, aren't even going to be brought to the floor. 
that they that they send over there to the Senate because Chuck Schumer won't even bring them to the floor. So this thing about uh, Fetterman is a bunch of nonsense. It's just it's just political nonsense. What what <laughs> what, what does Fetterman have to do with this? I, I, you've lost. Well, me. I don't know. That's why. Why I'd like to know what he has to do with it too, because you guys never, because you guys keep bringing it up, and it's not going to matter really whether he's there or not. Well, what? we were talking about it from the standpoint that he he has asked for a job that he's not capable of performing at the moment, and right, whether or not right he should step point. aside. Whether or not he should step aside, I guarantee you, everybody who called in and said that Fetterman should stick it out would be saying exactly the opposite thing if we were a Republican. Oh, brother! Oh, I you know that's it true. Be a yeah, Republican, it wouldn't even be on this show. You wouldn't even be talking about yes, it. Yes, we would. We talked about. We talked <laughs> about all of like me called up and brought it up because I'll guarantee you, you <laughs> or Ben Reichley or any of these other righties you put on there would never even have brought it up. Well, if the show was all Republicans, maybe it wouldn't come up. Uh, or you know, if it was all so, liberals. I mean, I know. I mean, this is silly. You know everything comes up on this show, Tom. You know yeah, it. Yeah, everything comes up. I'm sorry. Well, not by, not being brought up by you, though. It depends who brings it up. The, the <laughs> well, things that true. Joe brings up and the not other everybody brings up everything. are against the Democrats. All right, if listen, somebody sorry. else wants something else brought up, <laughs> then it's going to have to be by, Dave, by uh, uh, Chris or somebody else because... You guys ain't going to bring it up. Right, we're not going to. All right, we got you, Tom. Give we me can't an example bring of something we didn't no, no, bring no. up. We can't let him bring it up. No, I'd like to know what Tom thinks we didn't bring up. We've well, talked. I can't remember right now. I mean, I didn't write them all down. But <laughs> Just one. You don't, have to, you don't have to tell me all of them. Just tell me one of them. Well, you I know. can't think of them right now. Okay. You know, Joe. Well, we, we, you know, Joe, how you operate. We you're, bring you're, up, you're, uh, how many times have we heard us? You're an ultra MAGA, like a lot of these other people that call That's, up. And how many times? Right, how many times you, you heard say, me come down on Donald Republicans Trump? Republicans good, Democrats bad. Do you ever listen to this program, Tom? Have you ever heard me talk about t- Donald Trump in glowing terms? Ever? Have you ever heard you me? You always t- stick up. You always say he's best, so bad, but you like his policies. He's right. So bad. Have you but heard you me really say good things like about? Se- but he's so bad, but yet you like him. Have you heard me say good things about Senator Casey? Have you heard me say good things about Governor Shapiro? Say something good about Joe Biden. I can't. Not many. <laughs> I can't. Oh, but I, I think Sh- Governor Shapiro started off very well. I think he's done a good job. I thought Governor Wolf was a good governor. The difference between you and me is you don't ever think a Republican's good, and there are many Democrats I think are quite good. You'd never know if I listened to this show. Well, you don't listen to this well, show. If you listen to it, you know. You, if you listen to the program instead of just hearing something you don't like and then assuming everything on the program is what you don't like, if you right, actually well, listen to the program, you would hear... Joe has a very unique of <laughs> blend of moderate MAGA earplugs that he wears. They allow some words to get through. and so, But most liberal diatribes don't make it through. All right, we got to go, Tom. But thank you so much. Yeah, thanks, Tom. Always fun talking right. to you. Take yeah, thanks care. for getting through today. That's yeah, the important glad you, thing. Yeah, glad you hung on today. I was going to make him wait through the break, but glad <laughs> it's you didn't. a good thing we didn't. He'd have a meltdown. Thank you, sir. Take care. I think he's gone. Say goodbye, Tom. You told him to turn off his radio. He couldn't hear you. <laughs> he did. All right, we'll take a quick break that Tom did not have to wait through. Now you can occupy the telephone line he was on, which is 570-743-WKOK. You can email us at onthemark at WKOK.com, and you can text us at 70236. Uh, we talked about the Encina plant and the many unanswered questions that people have about that. Uh, we also talked about, uh, let's 
see. What else did we talk about? Just sort of the political give and take in the U.S. and uh, don't say gay bill, the actual name of which is like the family don't teach no, it earlier. No, the parental than... rights and education bill. Okay. And... Parent... Now say that after me. Parental rights and education bill. Don't say gay bill. Mm-hmm. When car repairs get difficult. Well, I... Just don't know. Um, me neither. We get good. Sunbury Motors. More than quality new and used cars, Sunbury Motors specializes in complicated auto repair diagnosis. They can handle intricate repairs and even complete auto body with service open Monday through Friday, 7 till 4. And Sunbury Motors has made simple repairs easy. Maintaining your vehicle is necessary. Finding the time to do it is difficult. Welcome to Sunbury Motors Quick Lane. Open 7 till 4, Monday through Friday. Just walk in or call ahead. Relax in their remodeled waiting room with Wi-Fi, beverages, and snacks. Will Sunbury Motors factory train techs take care of your oil change, tire alignments, brakes, and inspections? Quick Lane, 630 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 6 30 till 2. Sunbury Motors, Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury. And Sunbury Motors, Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We take the mm. Mm. out of auto repair. All right. <laughs> we talk almost more about yesterday's show today than today. Yeah, show, I didn't even right. hear it yet. I'll go back and listen to the archives. Uh, we thank Rob Center for being producer yesterday and Lynn Hall for being producer today, taking fabulous care of us in every way. Do we need to read something on the well, page? Well, we have Eric is first, and phone calls come first. You just said it. And so, Eric, you are on the mark. Okay, I've started my stopwatch, so I don't go too long today, fellas. Uh, so we talked about uh, yesterday's uh, program today. Can I talk about tomorrow's program today? Just sure. to bounce things off? No, why not? <laughs> if you can uh, read no, it. Uh, last caller, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, Joe, you obviously lean right quite a bit. Mark tries <laughs> to lean a little bit left. But I think this show is very balanced. And I've, I've, uh, we, we tend to disagree, right, Joe, on, on our perspectives. But, From uh, time to time. Uh, appreciate the, always we appreciate the discourse, right? Um, so this plant being built, did I hear it correct? $1.2 billion? Did I hear that correctly? Well, 1.1 is the figure we use today. That's in their outreach and information packet. It's a lot of money. Okay. And there's going to be 200 trucks through there every day? Up to. 100 to I 200 think trucks every day? That's what they're saying, yes. Well, that's if you do the math and spread it all out, but what will happen is most of them will, might arrive, you know, 9 to 5 on weekdays and weekends, probably fewer of them. And some, I mean, that's possible. They could come overnight. Right, they could all come in one big train and then none for the rest of the day. Who knows? But they'll yeah, be on, they'll they be gonna, on where, soon Where are they going to park them all? I mean, that just, I mean, <laughs> it, 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 it's kind of beyond the, imagine, you know, expand the imagination of and I, I also agree, you know, being a, being a person who's on the river a lot, you know, uh, anything that goes back into the river, you know, but pulling out how many millions of gallons, and even though they're going to return so much of it, but putting water back in at 90 degrees, that, that's, that's, that's heat pollution right there. That'll cause all kinds of blooms and everything and, and, and uh, screw up the uh, ecosystem of the water. I mean, PP&L had to cool their water off, uh, Joe. I mean, they have to. I mean, back in the old days, I know... They had to have cooling. It'd be a little bit warmer there. That's why it's good to fish right there, but not 90 degrees. Right. That's crazy. Well, that's, that's why. Crazy. The... And then all the amphibians and so forth, and you know, that's 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 pollution. That's, that's why that's, the current the thermodynamics the, of it. The current the current power plant in Shimokan Dam has cooling towers to cool the water before they put it back in. So, 
Yeah, yeah, and I think that's regulated. So I think I think there's got to be a lot more regulation going on here before this gets. Uh, so has it been approved, or is this just on the on the uh, you know? I think I assume they probably purchased the land, right? Well, they're working through the approval process. Supposedly, the land was purchased by Drive, and they are leasing it to Encina. Okay. But, I mean, I, I would assume there has to be a lot more going on here than they can't just throw this plan up and start, you know, doing all this production. You're you know, right. I think there's certainly environmental hoops they have to jump through. And if, as our guest, Dan Berard, uh, the mayor of Northumberland, pointed out, there is a zoning hearing board meeting, I think, tomorrow night that has to deal with the request they're making to construct a building that is actually taller than the borough or the township zoning permits. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that that, that in itself has got to be real concerning for, you know, what it's going to do, the landscape and everything. I wonder if that new uh, station they put in just above where the big fuel plant, all those tanks are, wonder what that was, where they have a, it almost looks like a, a natural gas uh, compression area there. It, that was just put in the last year or so. Whether that has anything to do with this plant, too. Mark, do you know? You know what I'm talking about? Just north of the, uh, of where the, the oil uh, or the uh, petroleum uh, Tanks are do not know. Yeah, there was a brand new. They they it was the old. Uh, remember back where the old uh, roadside rest was right there, right? And that yeah, was yeah, that's a propane. And they and they, and they uh, put in a new uh, train siding, and then there's uh, areas for compressed natural gas right there. Right. That's um, they have a they have a electronic sign up and everything. Yep. That's well, that's somehow tied button, into it too. You know, button, button propane offloading. They don't I have think any that's discharger what it's called. Yeah, but, uh, but thanks to your uh, thanks to, to the uh, mayor for uh, making us aware of this. I think that all of us as concerned citizens, anyone who is concerned about the river, and like like he said, yeah, it jumps right down into Lake Augusta for heaven's sakes. And you know, anything you know affecting you know this, this probably a bad idea. And why here? Except that they have all this water to use, right? So uh, you know, much more investigation needed, I think. Well, I know that in Chiboka Dam, we take our water out of the Susquehanna so for drinking, so it's a concern to us. Anything that happens upriver is a concern. Absolutely. And, you know, everything. And, and then Chesapeake Bay Foundation, everything, I, I imagine they'll get involved. You know, this is but $1.2 billion to, you know. And then and what's, what's, the, what's the benefit? What's the benefit? I mean, how many people? Is this supposed to be like an economic benefit for how many people will be employed there? Or, I mean, what's... What's the, what's the upside for us here in, in, for people in Point Township? What's the upside of this? Jobs. Jobs, but and the fact that if you believe in recycling, the fact that they're taking something that would wind up in a landfill and converting it into something else that has use. And they're so far forward thinking they, they envision a time if we are going to lessen our dependence on oil and natural gas. Well, natural gas and oil are where we get our plastics. We're not going to lessen our dependence on plastics, although I guess that would be a better end game. We're going to have to get our plastics from somewhere, so we're going to have to get it from our previous plastics in the century ahead. Mm. Mm. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, why here except that, uh, you know, just like, and I hate to bring up another topic uh, real quick, though. Just like, uh, is it because there is lack of uh, lack of regulation? Is that is that why they targeted uh, this part of Pennsylvania? I think there's because sufficient regulation they, that they, they can think, get it through. There's probably sufficient regulation they think they can comply with. A lot of these big companies think they can roll over the local the yokels because they won't pay attention right. or won't care. They'll just keep their eye on the jobs, and that's that. Exactly right. Well, I think they have. 
they're going to take on some tigers because we have a lot of people very interested in that river. Got Dan's uh, attention. And I think they're, they're going to be keeping close yep. eyes on that little thing. Go. So. Well, and you know, we 1. have a... 1.2 billion. We wow. have a very strong record of opposing projects that we don't like around here. Consider the toxic burner that was proposed in USPCI. USPCI, right. Southern Pacific. Right. right. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Eric. Yeah. Thanks for calling in. Okay. Thanks, Take guys. Care. Appreciate it. Thank yeah. you. Everybody was opposed to that, except the Lycoming County Commissioners couldn't see themselves to oppose it. So that's another topic. All right. I want to tell you about our wonderful sponsor, which is the Sunbury Motor Company. It's a family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street, Sunbury, and Routes 11 and 15, Hummelsworth. I've been breaking out some of the fabulous uh, vehicles that they got there, so I'll switch uh, to, we did the Ford Mustang Mach-E. I want to talk about the Ford Ranger, tougher. A more fuel efficient, better truck than ever, always less than $50,000, averaging 20 miles to the gallon overall, and you can get up to 22 on your average there, and you'll get 30 miles to the gallon on the highway, and you can hit the upper teens in the city in the winter. So it's a 10-speed automatic transmission. It's got all the forward brake warning and side warnings and lane holders, and you could even get a small four-cylinder engine if that's what you want, uh, or a, a V6 that has the 2.3 liter turbocharged motor. That's the Ford Ranger. Just a classic truck all the way around. It disappeared for a while, but it's back at the Sunbury Motor Company. SunburyMotors.com. i got two callers lined up. That'll take us to the end of the show. We will be right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. All right, welcome back. we got one caller, and that's going to take us to the end of the show if we read the emails that we have. So that puts Dan on the radio. Hello, sir. You're on the mark. You're on the mark, Dan. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Why? Good morning. I hear this term was brought up, ultra-maga. Hey, hey, what's wrong with that term? I'm proud to be ultra-maga to make America great again. That's what we were talking about. Hey, what's What's the problem with that term? The mainstream media loves to use that term like it's a disparaging term. Hey, that's the best term <laughs> I heard compliment. in the last 20 years. Well, you'd have Let's to ask make Mark. America great. You'd have to ask Mark what's wrong yeah. with it. He's the one that brought it up disparagingly. Well, I think it represents yeah, the worst of President Trump's behavior what's and the lies and you know, you know, I asked this caller, kind of what's politics. the problem with making America great? Just the opposite of what's happening now. If Biden would have kept the same policies that Trump had put in, I'd be praising Biden. I don't care if he's a Democrat, independent, whatever. I'd be praising his administration, but instead... 
he turned everything on its head. So we only can hope that we get a make America great again type of president the next time. We're basically sunk. I mean, we're we're going backwards so fast, you can't believe it. And a lot of people are asleep and don't realize how bad we're getting in this country with the Chinese taking over things and moving into the Panama Canal, South America. We're on our way down if we don't change. And I'm proud. If you call me Ultra MAGA, I'll wear that title happily, and you call me a Trump Trumpite. Hey, Trump Trumpite. did more for America. I think it's Trumpian. In the last, yes, Trumpian. You can call me Trump or Dan. I don't care. I'm proud of what Trump did for America. Well, I think people look at the the worst of President Trump's behaviors, the ones that even you couldn't excuse as being what uh, maybe some of the ultra-maga is, maybe some of the right-wing policies, too, but other things, you know, like this election denying. I know you know the election, or you think that the election was stolen, but most people don't think it was, and so that, you know, that lie or, you know, wanting to fix the election with uh, the, uh, you know, the fake delegates and the other, he had like three or four different Just irons in the fire. Just find me 11,000 400 votes. <laughs> right, all that kind of stuff. Or the January 6th oh. uh, riots, you know, to, to to maintain to this day that it wasn't an attack on the Capitol, that it was normal tourist uh, action. I mean, it that, that's just no silly. Attack. That was the worst attack ever. It was just a protest that, that the lefties were in there and took it out of contact. They, they accepted <laughs> all the damage. There it is. <laughs> the peaceful protesters were just there. To, they feel like I felt. Exactly. I feel their pain. America was being stolen out under us. And I feel their pain. I wouldn't have wanted to be there, but I get it. So it was the lefties that went in the Capitol? Yeah, yep. They're the one. The gotcha. infiltrate, FBI infiltrated that group. They they were part of the agitators at Antifa. Mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter did the camera work. They're the ones that took it down to make this. The media still talks about that as a riot. And uh, by by the way, you don't need a fall for it. But all you media people go right along with it. If that was a riot, that was the worst riot in history compared to these other riots that just happened the other day. Did you happen to see the videos you know, with, the, with them beating people and throwing flagpoles and kicking down my doors and windows? The only person that was shot was a, was a protester. The only person that was killed was a gotcha. protester. That day. Air Force veteran that served this country. Dan. That loved America. Call earlier tomorrow. We're out of time. All right. You guys have a great day. Hey, Enjoy too, the buddy. rest of the day. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury. We'll see you tomorrow for open phones.